If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Let me tell you a story about a group of kids who use their breakdancing skills to take down big biz. We saw breaking two electric boogaloo. So you know what that means. Now it's time for How did this get made? We're gonna have a good time Celebrate some failure Not just be a hater Can't you tell you one that How did this get made? Let's wallow in the mediocrity Of subpar art Perhaps we'll find the answer To the question How did this get made? Hello people of Earth And welcome to How did this get made? I am Tall John Shear. Boy oh boy We have a great Great episode for you today I'm so excited To talk about Breaking 2 a movie of my youth. The film came out in uh, 1984. Um, and what do you need to know? Well, our main characters are back, and I'm talking, of course, about Kelly, Turbo, and Ozone. But this time, they're using their dance skills to save a local rec center. People, this movie is bananas, and I'm so excited to talk about it with my co-host, who I think loves breakdancing just as much as me. Please welcome Jason Manzukis. Paul, I am thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be here for Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, which, yes. as a 12 year old, was a huge movie in my life. Same. This movie was massive. These two movies, well, Beat Street, Breaking, and Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo, as a young kid who was obsessed with breakdancing, who would pull, you know, cardboard boxes out of the basement. We're back on this, this bullshit. Uh oh, oh yeah. she's already getting into it. She's already here. Coming in hot. Um but I so this was, you know, this is I I have to admit, I really loved rewatching this movie. I oh. had a blast watching it. And so I'm excited to talk about this because I'm reunited with some of my best friends in the whole world, Ozone, Turbo, and Kelly. You know? Oh, and, these, and, are, and the gang these are of miracles. the heroes. The heroes of our time. I mean, Ugh. I was the same way. I watched this movie a ton when I was a kid, but I don't even want to delay her entrance because not only 
are their hairstyles. Not only are their <laughs> outfits, but there is breakdancing. And we all know how our next co-host feels about breakdancing. Please welcome June Diane Rayfield. How are you, June? I'm I'm not well. <laughs> I don't feel great. I I did not like this. Movie. What? Wow. No, June, really? I thought wow. this was like right up your alley. No, it wasn't up my alley. And actually, I'm going to start at the very beginning. I've never seen Breakin'. I've never seen Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. Okay. And, okay. And I, um, I mean, obviously, I recognize Kelly from Ninja 3. Oh, but, my God. I was so, so excited good. to see her. I mean, we, I, we are now creating the Kelly-verse. I love Kelly. But I want to start at the beginning. Like, is this a movie about breakdancing? Because I saw a couple breakdancing moves and then I mostly saw like variations on the robot. <laughs> oh boy! Oh no! Really opening up. Well, first of all, I will June, say this movie does no. This is does, such a controversial take. I'm I sorry. Mean, I will say that this movie does no. Um, doesn't really help the breakdancing movement in the opening sequence because they just do tight close-ups on hands and feet. And I believe that breakdancing is better seen uh, in a wide shot. Not, I don't I need to see a wrist or a foot. It, it looks way less impressive, and it makes me think well, they didn't they, have enough extras. They, uh, they, they, they isolate all of the popping and locking. They isolate on individual body parts rather than the whole person who is doing it. Yes. You know, and that is, I agree, sometimes filmically, sometimes, sometimes filmically this movie fails the, the, the wonderful performances, but nonetheless, I mean, you cannot deny that the turbo rotating house dance, which is uh, an incredible dance, I think, Whoa. At, the, at the centerpiece of this movie, I think is incredible. And, and so many, there's so many, the, the breakdance battle is great. The com- I mean, I don't know. We can, Wait, we can get into it. Second. We can get into it. We're gonna, we're gonna. The turbo <laughs> house dance. Yeah. The turbo rotating house dance. I mean, again, show me the dance. All I saw all, all these I oh, saw no, June. was a, a, a gentleman, a young gentleman, walking around the walls of a house. No. Again, this show, is, how can you dance. say that? Show that is wow. a show-stopping You sound moment. like the parents. June, you sound like the parents. This isn't dance. What are they doing? What's this Stanley tells me about our daughter dancing in Paris? Darling, she doesn't even have the job yet. And I also understand that she's been back in the streets with that... Bozo or Turbine or whatever the hell their names are. She isn't in the street, sweetheart. She's volunteering. It's charity work. She is helping all those poor little underprivileged children. Yeah, well, I'm going to do something about this nonsense. Well, darling, I don't know what you can do. Kelly's old enough to make her own decisions. I'm going to find a way. Call her up. Yes, dear. Get her over here for dinner. Yes, dear. I want to talk to that girl. Yes, dear. I. That's how I feel. Wow. And I wow. love dance. I love dance. But I did not, I didn't feel anything watching these dances. I didn't feel, um, I didn't feel connected. I didn't feel inspired. I didn't feel like I ever got the beat. Also, I'm going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) Say one other thing. When they were in group dances together, all doing the same thing, practicing for the shows, um, just jamming at, at, you know, the, um, was this place called Miracles, Miracles. Visionary Miracles? Jamming at Miracles. Wait, June, can I? I'm Working sorry. Working on oh, their dances. Yeah. Wait, but Paul, they were never in step with each other. Well, hold on, June. I just want to ask you a question. I can't see you. We're on Zoom, but 
Are you wearing a hard hat right now? Because you do sound like someone who wants to destroy miracles. Are, are you like operating surveying equipment, uh, trying to destroy? Uh, do you work for? Um, do the you work for Dudley or whatever did, his name was? I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting older. I, I feel like Maybe you are I'm dangerously close. I feel like da- you're dangerously close, June, to saying Kelly should go to Princeton. Well, I she did, did think Kelly should have gone to Paris. She did. I was sitting next to her. She, she said it. What? She said it. She said she should. What she doing? June, go to oh. Princeton. Well, no, June, I don't know about June Princeton. Literally I said, said go to Paris. No, Kelly June, should have June, gone to Paris. I, I don't mean to call you out. We were watching this movie last night when the dad came in and go, I'm going to make you a deal. I'll write you a $200,000 check if you go to Princeton. You go, take the deal. Take the deal. You were so... Because... Because I didn't understand why she wouldn't have taken that check, handed it over to Miracles, and gone to Princeton, and she could have still pursued her dance career. I mean, here's the thing: what nobody, she had a dance career. Kids, none of those kids or the adults in the room seemed to recognize was that the infrastructure of that building was crumbling. They were in no. A, they were in a hazardous agree. Situation. I agree, but they were raising the money to fix the structure. That's a, I, I, I don't disagree with that. It was it was dangerous. But every single day they kept Do those we know kids that? in there. Do we know every this to be true? Day they kept, yes, there was there were engineering problems with that building. Listen, the building if you really believe old. if yeah. you believe the town council and all the corrupt city officials and the exactly. developers who are trying to develop that land, if you believe their narrative, if you side with the grown-ups. <laughs> then, then the building is dangerous. Okay, well but, that's the joke of it all, by the way. Like when when one of those when one of those suits um, says, <laughs> "Hey kids, I'm so sorry." When that woman says, "I know you want to save your space," when she calls them kids, I mean they are they are also adults. Yeah, there's a there's lot of a adults. lot of children though. And what I like, and I will say, one of the things that I really love about this movie is that. When they have group uh, events, like when they're when they walk through miracles, when they do big group dances mm-hmm. at the end, the end show, there's tons of like actual little kids who they focus on and let let us see them dancing. And they're not great breakers; they're not great at break dancing. Oh, I disagree. That little that little kid that little kid that little kid's who, amazing. That little kid was amazing. Um, uh, but there's a couple of other like smaller children who are just trying, and I love that. And there's also weirdly older people who are dancing, like like oh. they kind of are very inclusive at miracles, which is a bit of a miracle in in that time. I, you know? I was gonna say I said that to June last night. This film is incredibly inclusive, um, and it all kind of starts at the top. But I think to kind of address what June is saying, I also agree that there are some things that are out of step in this world. When we first have our opening rap that turns into this giant musical number, it is off key. Like that is a bad rap. Like that rap makes really like it is a stutter step rap. Yes. Hey, Kelly K, won't you come this way? We're going to take you to the place where we all say we're going to take you to the place where we all go. And we call this place the miracle where my mellow ozone and turbo deep there a combination the can be beat. So come on, everybody, everybody, come along with the TKO crew, because you know what they do. We're going to all take a walk on the avenue. But then it breaks into this giant musical number. And I was like, I wanted to ask you both, what's the reality here? Is it a musical? Because never in the world does it open up to a musical again. 
This is, is what I was going to say, because th- this mm. coming very soon after the Cats episode. So yeah. we talked a lot in Cats about what a mess it was, how much there was just singing for no reason. And for me, I was like, why is what was happening in Cats really bothered me? But the same thing is happening here. It'll be a musical dance number and then a barely a couple of lines of dialogue and then straight into another. Sometimes they cut from... A, a dance number to another dance number, like like the the turbo rotating house dance number, like the immediate cut to is a dance scene in the in the disco or in the nightclub, and so like it's it's clumsy in the sense that it's overwhelmingly just dance routines, montage dance routines, but I still felt like, and I came down to this, the thing that was. We kept talking about in terms of cats was how much how how much there was just no joy in what anybody was singing or dancing or doing. And in this movie, I felt like so much joy, even too if much, the dancing though. wasn't always yeah. even if the dancing. What would you say? Too much joy. Too much joy. <laughs> wow. Way too much joy. Wow. Yeah. Too much joy. By not the way, enough w- thought, not enough like strategy, not enough like. Um, critical thinking. Too Wait, hold on, June. But June, <laughs> but didn't you just love again? Much. Didn't you love that breaking brings everyone together? I mean, literally everyone in the world loves breaking. I mean, we had every type of person out in the street. We had uh, we had cops. We had telephone worker employees. We had <laughs> gardeners. We had seniors. I even saw a doctor in a lab coat in the background getting in on the action. <laughs> well, I will say the one thing that I really didn't care for because it really stressed me out was that hospital is going to have a lot of complications because a lot of their patients who should have remained bedridden got up and danced quite a bit. Well, by the way, but the break-in brought him back to life, it seemed like. It seemed like that man was dead on the operating table. The man was... Maybe it was addressed in break-in one, but the whole mission of miracles is that they're keeping at-risk kids off the streets Mm -hmm. by teaching them how to dance and, I guess, box also. Yeah, well, that re- was that was tr- that was it's tricky. Rec the rec center seemed like the person who was teaching boxing was also like the head of the breakdance department. It seemed like he well, was and running. also once the breakdancers started a breakdance routine, a lot of the boxers joined in, and I was like, I I understand that a I I understand that a rec center might have like oh, there's boxing classes, there's dance classes, there's this classes, there's that. I just don't believe they all do them all together at once. Well, but did, didn't you think it was odd that Kelly? Kelly comes from, I guess, New York, working on Broadway as a chorus girl in a bad show. She goes back to L.A. Her parents are upset with her. She comes and sees Miracles, which is this, to June's point, I don't agree with her, crumbling building. Um, And and at one point she says to uh, her old boyfriend, Ozan, she's like, "Um, do you think it would be okay if I taught here? As if, like... There was some sort of like like hierarchy that she couldn't maybe figure out how to get into. Like, yeah, you show up. Literally, you it's just miracles. brought 50 yes, people into this. <laughs> you have a mime showing your... I don't think that there's like much of an interview process. She's like, I don't know. I mean, do I have enough talent to teach well, you? That's at another example. And again, you know, not knowing the source material and not knowing breaking break one, It's I, I might be speaking out of school, but... I do. I what I what I never understood about Kelly, and this is what I why I wanted her to go to Paris, why I wanted mm. her to go back to Princeton, 
it didn't seem like the type of dance she was doing. Her her audition no. for that Paris show was beautiful and wonderful. It and she's a like very was, good dancer. She's a great dancer. It seemed like she loved doing that type of dance, that there was nothing about this other type of dance. And honestly, I won't even degrade what I saw in the movie by calling it breakdancing. Jeez, it was June, something wow. else. I mean... Ozone and turbo. And by the way, it was more boxing and more fighting and combative than than I know dance to be. But um, it well, they did do like they did she, do a choreographed fight at one they, point yeah. when they yes. when, like, literally like uh, like the Michael Jackson video. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't it, seem like Kelly really enjoyed doing that type of dancing over the type of like more contemporary dancing she was doing in her audition. Well, I will to say me, that Kelly she like both just fine, which I, I, in that case, go to where the job is in Paris, Paris. <laughs> she was going to be a lead. She was going to be a lead. Kids, these kids <laughs> depend the on her. No, they don't but, actually. But, That's my problem with the movie. Jason, the kids do not depend on her. She, they, they are going to be just fine with ozone and turbo and all of the other people they're going to be they're going to no, do just No they're she, not she they need nothing. Kelly they need Kelly and then Kelly brings her parents and her parents you Kelly know they, saves they, the day. basically in a in a in a bit of a problematic way it creates a white savior problem for this movie but um her dad gives the $50,000 that puts them over the edge and lets them save miracles Listen, like there with is with the amount of press they were getting they were going someone was going some white savior was going to come in and cut a check <laughs> It's interesting. June, I think, so powerfully identifies with Kelly that it is strangely, strangely (laughs) positioning you in a very strange place inside of this movie. June literally is addressing this movie as if she had an opportunity to go to Paris and she did not choose it. And she trans kids and regrets it to this day. It's not just like go to New York and like be on this Broadway show. Go to Paris. Paris. Go but June, the kids, the kids. Are you kidding me? But the oh, kids will who, be all right. Oh, June. Come wait, call, call on, June. What what great giant stars have uh, attained huge success by being a lead in a play in Paris? Well, no, let's listen, be, I, let's, it isn't a trajectory <laughs> that I was like that familiar with. But uh, but I mean, to to work and sustain yourself doing what you love to do and live in Paris. I mean, I, I just did not get it. I didn't understand I, it. I did like, I did like at one point to speak to what June was saying about her not enjoying it. Um, there was a moment when they had to raise like $7,000, right? Or at one point, there's some smaller amount of money. Like, we'll put on a show. And someone's like, I'll teach breakdancing. I'll get the costumes. And Kelly goes, I'll run rehearsals. Like, <laughs> her, the only thing that she's adding is that she'll run, not even like, her. not even like, I will train you. I was like, I'll run it. Like, she'll be like, okay, guys, five o'clock. We got to be here. Let's, it, let's go. Let's like go. She's the person responsible for like pressing play on the, the, the boom box, the, the boom box. And that's the other thing. Like at one point, it seems that they made $7,000 in one day from, yeah. from just their yeah. car washes. If they had kept at that pace, <laughs> they, they didn't have the time, by the way. Way, the the mind, I, they had thirty I, days. They were given one month. By the way, Nate Kylie did some research here. Apparently, the mime brought in four thousand five hundred dollars in one day. Wow! Yeah, so that mime the actually mime. Did, yeah, also didn't have the time. <laughs> if they were making seven thousand dollars a day for thirty days, they would Do have the math. absolutely covered their. I, I don't know if they could have gotten that every single day. I mean, like, I don't know how many car car washes are usually only on the weekends. I I don't know. (laughs) 
Um, Listen, if that group, if that group could pull in seven grand a if day. If Electro Rock shows up and starts another ba- dance battle, you know, they the might way, get interrupted one day. June June is right. It would take 28 days. If they were making $7,000 a day, it would take 28 days to make the right amount of money. But how? I would imagine they've tapped out their community after two or three days because like they'd have to really start expanding and then going way wide. But because- my point is this. if I, My point is if this group of scrappy kids can somehow even in just the community they're in make seven grand in cash in one day i trust and believe that they could absolutely come up with that money you know what's interesting and now i'm starting to think about it i think that it is time to think about it jason part of part of why i have such a fondness for this movie and part of why i'm so much less critical of it is that I saw it when I was one of the kids and so identified with the kids' story Mm. and so powerfully understood that this was a story about kids can challenge adults and win. That kids can fight for the thing they believe in, even if it is foolish, even if it is whatever, that they can fight adults, fight the people that are telling them what to do, to fight the people that are saying, you can't do this, you don't belong here, this, that, and the other. That's such a resonant theme for a kid. Just and like so the tagline it, says, if you can't beat the system, break it. So Exactly. Amazing. <laughs> so I think there's still a part of me that like that my access point is from a kid's point of view. So if I were to have seen it as an adult, I might feel June like you do from an adult's perspective. No. Kelly is acting very irresponsible no. for her future. You know, you guys. No, no. I watched this movie like Jason as a child. I didn't remember a, a lick of it. I only oh, I remember, remembered so much of this. Movie. I remember Ozone and Turbo. Uh, and I wanted to be obviously uh, like, you know, like Turbo because he's the coolest. But um, I will say this. This movie is joy in a bottle. Like, I mean, they and I think Too to much. June's point, they because it's not even fully clean. It's like nothing really makes sense. Like they are just like everybody seems like they're having so much well, fun. The dancing, the dancing that is omnipresent, it makes everybody happy. Like every, mm-hmm. like you said, the opening montage, when they're dancing through the streets, they dance from like an empty lot that they're all hanging out at and playing uh, sports and whatever. Kelly meets up with them and then they dance all the way through town <laughs> to miracles, accumulating hundreds of people along the way who are like, wait, we're dancing? Fuck yes! Let me abandon my job. Let me abandon my car. Let me abandon <laughs> my house. Let me abandon everything to join in. It feels like... The movies that, to me, rip this off completely are the Step Up movies. Yes. You know, the Step Up movies basically take this model without, and, turn, yeah, without this, and turn there's it no in, step add, up. Yeah, add a competitive element to it, because the Step Up movies are always like our dance crew versus your dance crew. And this was always like our dancers versus you, the bad guys. You know what I mean? The the suits, the town, the city, the adults. The you're not going to tell us we can't dance, and that yeah, I identify well, but with. That, that wasn't really was the story, though. It wasn't like you're not going to tell us we can't dance. It was like you're not going to tell us we can't <laughs> dance in a building that will kill us. Not if June. But when. They didn't. They did, what did you see in that building that was that looked bad to you? Did you see anything? You know what fall? I think. Listen, it's in Los I, Angeles. It might not have been retrofitted. I don't. The the um. 
This is this is the pre-quake. Earthquake had probably no. I think it was pre-quake, but it was it was not structurally sound. I think I'm going to be honest here. I think I see what this is all about. And June, I think you're not willing to say it. You are pro malls. <laughs> you want more malls, and you felt like Get I want me a mall a shopping here. center them, in there. Put a shopping center. In here. <laughs> By the way, it also seemed like that shopping center was so large. Like if they yes. they would have had to taken out all the housing around there too. Like it was, that was like a as giant... big as the Staples Center. It was yeah. <laughs> By the way, no, the, the believe time... me. I mean, Los Angeles has been sold off to developers, and it's one of the reasons why I am voting for Nithya Raman for <laughs> LA City Council. Absolutely. Third, because our current councilman, uh, David Rue, has has it is literally that character in the movie who has sold off this city to developers. And I will say, yeah. Nithia has made a pledge that she will save miracles. Well, yeah, so, Nithia has a large a large she, breakdancing platform, and I and I've seen her people out on the street, and when they give you, they'll pop lock and then give you a flyer, yeah. and it's great. Yeah, she says she's going to reopen miracles. She's going to make sure it's safe. Ozone, she's endorsed by Ozone and Turbo. Which no one thought, no one thought that was possible. But here's Nobody the thing. thought you could uh, politicize breakdancing. If I had been connected, if I had been connected to what this, what Miracles was actually doing, and if I had seen these kids at risk and understood like, wow, this, this, this opportunity and this community is changing lives, as opposed to just seeing people like dance down a street together, that was hard. Because of course I believe in the power of, you know, youth movements like the Sunrise Movement, which is incredible, and Emma Gonzalez, and the and and the Young People's Movement uh, toward, you know, uh, sensible gun legislation. All of that is incredible. But I had absolutely no connection to the work that Miracles was doing. Well, okay, the work well- that Miracles was doing was, I don't think, was political in its intent it was to give kids a refuge from the streets June, this and is, give this them is breezy but i mean this is classic rec center stuff this yeah, isn't this is, like this is so I, how are they funded june and i actually work i don't think with, they are funded. we work with I, a what rec do you center mean they're not june? funded they're, I mean, I think that I think they're just kind of set up. In so that they've building. just taken over that building, like they're squatting there. No, I, they re, no, they, they le, don't they're pay the legal, any rent. They are the legal tenants. They say it. the The boxing coach says we are the legal tenants here. Um, are they, is the city claiming eminent domain? I mean, no, the the city is saying that if they don't do the structural renovations, that they oh, it's, forfeit it's, their they lease. They have to tear it down because it's not safe. Yes. That's, right. They, now, you're right. You're right. Um, but I will say this. I want to go back to the, the woman who is swayed very early on by the man. Look, there are the... Um, the I would just say all the white characters who are against the kids and the one guy in the bow tie, the bald guy in the bow tie who goes to that woman in some sort of council meeting the, okay. and he goes... And he goes, uh, it's called Miracles. And she's like, oh, wow, what an inspiring name. And he's like, we want to shut it down. She's like, okay, great. Sounds good. <laughs> like she literally, she goes, she spins on a dime from like, oh, man, I'm so impressed with these kids. Yeah, well, sure, the we mo- should tear yeah, it down. The movie has those kind of characters that are like, well, this is the bureaucracy you're up against. So even even if me, the town councilwoman, can say it sounds like you're doing wonderful work there, it doesn't matter. The building is unsound and needs, if you can come up with the money, great. If not, we have to sell it to the rich developer, period. And your oh. neighborhood will thus be corrupted, you know? 
We gotta I, protect. We have to protect the neighborhood that Miracles is in, guys. I mean, oh, listen, and I don't get me wrong. Like, I I absolutely agree with all of that, but I do think that that Miracles has some responsibility once they understood that that building was unsafe for children to be in. But they they're raising not have the money in there again. They should not have boxed in there again. They should not have danced in there again. And as far as you're concerned, Kelly should have just walked away, gone to Paris, and let them deal with it themselves. Yes, she should. June. Because Kelly did nothing to help them. All right, June. I, first of all, she's bringing attention. She's a Broadway star coming back home to L.A. And I want to just say something that you probably didn't remember from the very Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment here when Ozone says, Miracles is more than a piece of property. It's people. Okay. Great. Then and it can exist anywhere. Then put well, it in then, a building. Also, we're in Los Angeles. Maybe that's it could what, go outside. That's what the developer would say. That You're saying lines the developer would say. <laughs> Are you auditioning right now? What's happening? <laughs> the person that I was most disappointed in, the person I was most disappointed in and also kind of conflicted by was Stanley, uh, which was Kelly's agent, who seemed to be very hands-on as okay. an agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. It, it, Stanley is an agent for a dancer and goes with her to auditions, that is red flag city. Helps her pack her bags. Really? Helps her pack her bags. Also has some- I do think agents were different. Like now agents are very hands off. And I do think maybe at this time, agents were accompanying people to auditions. No, June. June. Not not a background chorus girl. I am so sorry. Do we have Bizarro June on the call? (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. There's a weird dynamic going on there. There's a weird boyfriend. I want to get into those parents. I, oh, fiance! I'm sorry. Oh. There's a fiance. Wait, he's a fiance. I, she, he is introduced. Wait, the, the, you're talking about at the dinner scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When okay, he is introduced as her Kelly's fiance. Her fiance. No. Yes. What? How did I miss yes. that? I thought that her and I thought that her and Ozone were to the thing because they kiss. They kiss, but I don't know what their thing is, Very which is which but. is also confusing Rhonda, obviously. Um, yeah, I think Kelly and Ozone have a. I think they're I trying assumed- to do a will they won't they. Well, didn't they have a will? Yeah, they won't they number by one. By the way, that they were that something must have happened in Breaking One that 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 Breaking One must have been a full love story between them. No, I believe Breaking One was a she's from the opposite side of the tracks. He's a bad guy. Like we don't want you so you know fraternizing with the kids from the other side. It was a one of those stories, right? And so this this though doesn't pick up with them having successfully become a couple. This picks up with she's been gone for a while and now returned. Okay, so here's I just re I just read the Wikipedia breakdown of the the first uh, movie. The first movie is really about them becoming a dance troupe and they win a competition. So then she goes off to New York and is now dancing because she never really fits in with the break dancing, but they respect each other's style very much like that other. <laughs> That other thing that we did, that movie where the girl goes to ballet and the violin, it's like uh, a mixing and merging of style. High, high strung. High strung. A very high strung relationship. Remember here. when we watched High Strung? Oh my gosh. I couldn't touch my toes back then. Now I can. Holy cow. What a, yeah. what, a, what a journey. Thank what you. What a journey. Um, but I'll say this much <laughs> that I feel like so the first one is like they are, be, they are becoming friends. But to me, it would have been a stronger choice if she had a boyfriend in New York that she brought back and then she fell in with this group and then there was a little bit of a Agreed. conflict. Because I have to say, when that moment happens, uh, when there is this, like, this, I don't know, this fight about, like, between her and the other girl who likes Ozone, I'm like, no, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Yeah, I agree. I thought I told you to stay away from here. So I didn't take your advice. I can see that. Kelly, I'm only going to tell you this one more time. Leave. You're not going to tell me what to do or where to go. I liked it a lot better around here with you gone, and I wanted to stay that way. You think you're so tough, don't you? Well, you don't have your bodyguards. You know, I turned down a good job in Paris to stay here, and not you or anybody is going to tell me when to leave. I'm staying. The, the weird thing about this movie is, like, it... <sighs> And here's why I struggle with Kelly not going to Paris because they they set it up like they actually set up a white savior complex that doesn't even pay off because she doesn't save anything aside from yes I know her parents wrote her a check there's no reason for her to be there at 
um, at uh, Miracles. It would have been better to me if she had, it would have been both a more problematic movie, but a better narrative if she had actually offered something to this community. And right well, now, uh, she yeah. doesn't enthusiasm, offer June. So I'm just like, enthusiasm. you're not going to get it. Let the, these, this community can absolutely sustain itself. This community can speak for itself. This community should exist without well, except for the mind. Kelly. You, Kelly, well, should not interfere here. Well, you here's Kelly what I should think. Go pursue contemporary dance and Kelly, Paris. though, Kelly isn't <laughs> arriving into this scene and saying, let me speak for you. Let me take control of this. Kelly's like, how can I help? How can I help in any way? Do you think I she, first? She says, do you think I can help? Then how can I help? I want to help. She's and it's not, she's not she seeking. She's well, she's she helps by, you know, building sets. She helps by teaching classes. By the way, can we talk about what they're wearing when they're building sets? They're not wearing like they're wearing kind of like they're dressed to the nines when they're doing construction. Always. They are (laughs) always dressed. So Ozone is wearing a fucking a leather confederate or like a civil war hat with like a furry tail attached to the back this perpetuates the people young people this is all and again this is like this again hits me on a nostalgia level like it's all like thrift store clothes or whatever so you see like one kid's wearing like a marching band jacket and i'm like yes yes i know that i know that look i remember when Kid, you would buy a random, like, marching band jacket, and that would be your alternative look, you know? I want to go um, back to a time where I could dress like this. I like oh, I like. I have so, well, I was also in marching what band, so I have happening? so many pictures of me in marching band cost in marching band uniforms. What? Really? We got to get those happening? up online. Oh, June, uh, we you don't want to see me those up online. Those. <laughs> you don't want and blue and white marching band uniform with get ready for it a full ponytail. Whoa. Wait, wait, that's kind of Jason. close to on uh, the on, uh, Jess and Lennon show. You kind of had a, yes. a, a yeah. I a didn't, look, I didn't yeah. have a ponytail or anything, but we were in marching because the 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 plot line of that episode was that Lennon and I were old flames from when we were both in marching band, which <laughs> Lennon and Jess wrote because Lennon and I were both actually in marching band. Well, okay, like, so I want to go. Wait, I want to go back to this fiance thing for one second because why did Ozone and Turbo smell his ass? I must have missed Ooh, that part. I missed that as well. Okay, so when he comes into the house, they're <laughs> like, they're making faces like, ew, P-U, gross. Like they're, they're, oh, maybe they, and then they, to his ass? Well, then they pick up the back of his jacket and they sniff his butt like, oh, Ooh. whoa, I missed that. And I didn't know, like, I was like, wow, they really are, they really are having so much fun at either saying that he smells like shit or he is shit. Like, but it's a real, like, like before it gets really bad, like with him, <laughs> they are they are literally smelling his ass and doing full on. I mean, everyone's really embracing mime work here, uh, not just the mime. Uh, and the mime, who, who didn't get the just, lest, you, lest you're concerned that there is also just a mime hanging around, the mime also break dances. Well, I mean, everybody pops and locks. You what know, do you think about that, June? Are mimes like break dancers? What do you mean? It seemed to show like a direct correlation, like almost like the mime begat the breakdancer. Oh, that's interesting. Like oh, if you were to do one of those charts. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I, I, I found, I'm not, I'm not going to, I guess, belabor the point. I, I found the dancing to be so, um, 
unsatisfying to watch. You yeah. couldn't ever. You I can't believe the house dance. The house. You can't something. admit that the house dance is one of the best things that you've seen. I mean, it made Inception look simple. <laughs> I, I was, I literally, I turned to you, I turned you know to June. That Christopher Nolan saw this and was like, oh, this is what I can do. I, I believe he did. Because I said to June, I was like, this movie was made for like $10. I was like, how the fuck did they, I cannot figure out how they did it. And I was like, is it a gimbal? Like, yeah, is they, the, put the, the house, they put the whole house on a gimbal and it rotates. And then I, I have Nate Kylie did some research. Apparently, Freddy, uh, a Freddy Krueger movie was shooting like next door and they had that in that film and like, oh, can we cool. borrow that set? And they're like, sure. And they borrowed that set. And so if you look in the background, Freddie's glove is on the wall. Whoa. To oh, kind of be that. like an homage to be a thank fun. you for letting us use the gimbal wall. I loved that scene. And I remembered that scene because I think we've seen that this, ver uh, some version yeah. of this now a million times. Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling. Yeah, in a million different ways. Yeah, Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling or in horror movies or in Inception, this kind of a thing. And I this this is the first time I feel like I remember as a kid seeing it and it blowing my mind, you oh, know? yeah. And then when the girl comes in at the end, like when the girl comes in at the end and he's still dancing on the wall, it's awesome. Oh, okay. that girl, the I love that, that girl. They, the way they ADR'd her voice. Oh, this yes. is sad. This, so yeah. incredibly wrong and upsetting. Yes. It's really agree. tricky. Hard agree. That's right. Put it back on. Put it back on. I will also say this movie does too much ADR. I think they did it oh, like yeah. too many times because apparently I do have a little bit of um, uh, a thing about uh, Sabrina Garcia. She spoke Spanish and English, but her voice was so weak that she could barely be heard on the audio Aww. track. So that's why they needed to dub her. And she was also in a closet at one point. Why was she in that, that hospital closet? Okay. And then someone even says, somebody even says, what was she doing in there? <laughs> was she, she hiding from the nurses? I mean, I thought maybe she's hiding from the hospital staff, but then, but why? Why would she have to? Why, yeah, why is she visiting. hiding in the closet? I was like, are they she trying comes to make out it of look closet? like... Yeah, are they, I was like, are they trying to make it look like... Are they pretending like the closet's the bathroom door? I was like, what is what is this? I like, created a whole fantasy that she was in some sort of breakdancing Narnia. And... <laughs> That's her, that's how she arrived. Yes, there's a there's a closet door at the back of the the half the, of miracles the, 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 the place that she dances. Oh yeah, the the band shell, the band shell there exactly. <laughs> um, but there, like I mean, the ADR the ADR in this movie is so crazy because I think they even ADR uh, the fiance or somebody to make them sound more like stereotypically white. And yeah, or like 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 hoity toity hoity like toity, Richie, yeah. Richie kind of you know and they then, give him like a like a a, a Kennedy esque almost like weird like yes. high, whatever and they and they and they pop it in throughout like you could tell it the whoever was doing sound design was like let's do more let's do, let's get more in here because even the construction workers were like hey. That's my lunch. Well, they'll like, do a lot is it his of lunch or is it equipment? I don't know. They'll they'll cut to a wide shot and then just put lines of dialogue in so that you don't have to see it coming out of characters' mouths, but it it still adds to the scene because you could tell they just were like, "Well, this is the footage we have. Oh. How can we create and sculpt a riveting dance-based narrative around it?" They did not they did not not use any section of footage so much so that like everything that was shot is in this movie and that end sequence where that musical that 
kind of terrible musical numbers going on. Uh, they are just cutting to balloons. They're cutting to the crowd. Like they're like, if we shot it, it is going in this movie. Like it. <laughs> this is, oh, we should say this, and I meant to say this at the top. This is a canon film. Yes. Right. And so, yes. so if people rem- might remember we've done a lot of canon films. Ninja Three. Golden is a and canon Globus yeah. uh, are the producers. They made um, everything from Masters of the Universe to what else have we done? Oh, I mean, theirs? they've they they are the canon group to, is is uh, like Bloodsport, Over the yeah. Top, uh, Master of the Universe, Cobra, uh, Break into. Ninja so they three, are yeah. really the patron saints of this, and this, and their the whole apple. ethos is oh, the apple. Remember the apple? Oh my god! Uh, their whole ethos is like really cheaply shoot as quickly and as much as you can, and then just like cobble it together and get it out. I mean, you know? so much so that when when uh, Turbo falls down the stairs, which is the moment I remember from a kid, because that was that was so upsetting to me as a child to see some kid fall down a flight of stairs. And when Except you see, that it's not a kid, it's like a grown man. Oh man, that stunt double. That's that like stunt double, level stunt double. It, it, that, it is. It is so visible that it is a grown man wearing Turbo's outfit. It is hilarious. I mean, Gene, did you feel an emotion when Turbo fell? I mean, what do you feel about Turbo and Ozone? We know how you feel about Kelly, but did you feel anything about? Like, did you I mean, feel like they so had a reason? Hard. I found everybody in this movie to be so unappealing to look at. And and it, this, something about the, the movies that were made during this time. I mean, we were, we were as a nation, so concerned with forehead sweat. Like, so concerned with protecting it on men, on women. And it made everybody just look like shit. Everybody's wearing those weird men, like, uh, sort of braided... Um, head things and they look terrible and like kelly's a beautiful woman she looks terrible turbo and ozone i think are good looking guys and they they look terrible like everybody just looks terrible are you saying that i i shouldn't be leaving the house right now wearing like a half sleeveless mesh shirt Oh my god. The that craziest be. That is fluorescent yellow. <laughs> but you know what? It it is because actually when Kelly Kelly did was giving me like very young Chris Jenner vibes. And when she slicked oh. her hair back, like when it was wet, I thought it looked she looked so great. But when it was sort of winged out like that on top and fanned out, like everybody's hair was all of the white ladies' hair was fanned out, it just looked so horrible and um you know it's just sort of stunning the way that even those nurses like the sexy nurses it's like wow you've taken what i think are very attractive people and managed to make each and every one of them look pretty terrible here's what i'll say i don't know that that's the movie as much as that's the 80 i think you're right you know what I mean? Like, I, think, I right. think this movie was a, and not to say that everybody looked like this in the 80s. I think this is a a, a little bit pushed, kind of colorful, poppy, you know, it's definitely a designed version of, but this is what people, like, I wore, like, there's a kid in a, Shark in a t-shirt. Necklace. No, I, oh, yeah, no, I wore, like, puka bead necklace. Oh, I wow. wore, like, there's stuff in here that I wore for sure. Um... And a lot of it is so a lot of that rings true to me. And it really is just, oh, this is how people dressed. And this movie is like, here's what they wore. And it now seems patently absurd. I wore, you know? a, crucif- I wore a pretty large crucifix. 
as a oh. child. Did you really? Yeah. Oh my God. I have, I was like, like Christ on the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. For a small Jewish boy in Long Island, that must have been very conflicting. <laughs> 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 Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a question here, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. I want to go back to those nurses for a second. That was an odd part of this thing. Again, the movie takes like about three moments or maybe two, 
where it becomes a full musical. The rest is grounded in reality, or at least our representation of what reality is. Um, and when those nurses come in, they seem to be the reason why everyone is like, it seems like sexy is making everyone come alive, not breakdancing. Right. It's like, it well, seems it's like it's the breaking kiss, the right. Isn't it the kiss between when the, when, when, when the right, they Spanish kiss, right. girl kisses turbo and he wakes up, um, then everybody is like elated and the the hospital is transformed and like everybody, I mean, like, I'll be honest, like the women, the pregnant women who are there, I'm assuming in active labor shouldn't be up and doing a choreographed dance routine. Like the no. surgeons shouldn't leave the operating theater. The man who is being operated on should not get up, but all of these things happen. It <laughs> but is I mean, but alarming. Like, but it seems like the women, like, it just seems like this is a weird, like, in every other scene, our breakdancers are leading the charge. And I understand, like, the kiss has, like, unlocked these three sexy nurses to kind of bring sex into the hospital, which is not a place that, where you need to inject sex. It's not, like, it's not like, oh, this is such a, cons it's not like a, oh, everyone's so conservative here. We need to inject sex. It's like, I, no, listen, I, I don't know about sick. you, but I think, I think hospitals, you know, are pretty sexy places. And I know this because of what I've learned on Grey's Anatomy, what I've learned on ER. I mean, there's a lot of sex but, and sexiness happening at uh, hospitals. But, by the way, I, I was laughing listen, so hard. I, I, know I, I don't disagree. I think, I think there's like, there's definitely chemistry between healthy people in hospitals. <laughs> And that it can it can be like a very alive like workplace setting in that way. But between, I I, I don't want to see patients um, finding their sexuality there. No thanks. You don't I mean, you want you don't want right. a doctor leaving you on the table because they all got horny no, for three nurses that are running. Ball. I wouldn't want if I was in a hospital bed. I wouldn't want to look out and see the nurses' station all rehearsing a choreographed <laughs> dance routine. No. I would I. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, this is how in this is to me that you know the the song din da da din do do din yeah, da da yeah. that song. Girls in my school in a like in a talent show did a choreographed dance routine to that song. Like that's how like huge this movie was to Whoa. me as a kid. Like that song inspired like the girls in my grade to do like a full blown choreographed dance routine to that song. Wow. Okay. Well, look, I mean, wow. This movie has, I mean, I'm surprised that June, this missed you entirely. And yet you love the step up movies because I feel like this is the evolution of that. Um, this but is I guess, the origination of yeah. that. I, I mean, think listen, those I'm are a little bit, not to you know be. I, I'm a little bit younger than you two. Yeah, no, I yeah, think that's course, probably like I, I think like I, I agree. Like I think a good portion of why I'm as forgiving and as uh, uh, you know as enjoy this as much as I did is, is right. There is nostalgia. Yeah, there's, you know? so, there's it, something about this really, movie that felt like it was on all the time too. Like these are one of those movies that like played cause I'm sure Canon sold the rights for like $2. Like this and the last dragon were on all the time on my local, like, TV stations like Channel Eleven. I felt like I oh, watched. Oh, that's it interesting. Oh, so that's not true for me. So I oh, didn't okay. see. I, oh, I mean, wow. I saw it a couple of times because I rented it. But but that's I don't I don't remember. I don't have that relationship. Oh with yeah, it. like I would see Beat Street and Last Dragon. All these. Huh. Now I want to ask you guys a question because I thought this last night. Ozone and Kelly fuck right. Because well, I don't when know how they have it, room to on that tiny little bed. When that well, bed when in they, Ozone's oh, when place her, is just when, like a tiny. It's not even a twin. 
Oh, by the way, well, I mean, first of all, I, I want to talk about the I want to talk about the yes, yes. et cetera, Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I was just going to say it. I love that she goes and she straightens the picture, which she doesn't. She still leaves it askew. And then above it is hanging. And this was such a part of 80s decor was just the lowercase letters, etc. ETC period, just put on the wall. Like that yeah. was that was something that was like art direction. Like you would put like random letters oh. on the wall. I mean that 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 her apartment, which was like like three walls, was just like the detritus of breaking one. It was like okay, let's put up a picture of the poster. <laughs> let's put some stills from the movie. Like and it was like they're trying to establish it. But later on in the film, when they're eating pizza and Ozone shirtless eating pizza, which is not a good look. Just put a shirt on. This is, reminds me of that Alec Baldwin movie we did where they're eating Doritos with no shirt on. Uh, I don't like it. Um, but I was like, oh, they're just having a pizza party and he wanted to take off his leather shirt because he didn't want to get grease on his leather shirt. But then when the agent comes in, he gets up and zips up his pants. Yes. Which I'm well, like, the zip wow, is, what just is happened? the zip 80 yard? I, I mean, there's so, again, well, yeah. Well, even in, so Ozone in that scene, that scene with Ozone and Turbo where he's trying to teach Turbo how to, to seduce that um that young woman the life-size doll yeah. the life-size doll oh, that they so many with. questions about very, that very but when weird he gets up off the bed there his pants are also unzipped <laughs> wait i gotta play that clip that, that flirting lesson you think i got sex appeal dude give me a break i need some advice uh, what advice uh, i want to know how to start off with a girl dude i'll show you a few tricks of the old master okay 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 suppose she knows i'm there what uh, do i do next I like it. Hey, you know, check this out. Butter up to her, you know. Go ahead. You have the nicest uh-uh. teeth. No, man, she's not a horse. Tell her about her eyes. Ooh, your eyes are so brown. No. Let's start from scratch with you. Let me show you how you do it. I don't. I don't mind unzipped at home because if I'm like he's because he's right. like isn't he laying in but bed with a when, friend over? Oh, I would not leave my pants unzipped with well, a friend look, over. Well, look, their relationship to me, I love this relationship. It reminded me of Under the Cherry Moon because when when they ripped that doll <laughs> yeah. apart and they go at it, I was like, kiss, kiss. kiss. I wanted them <laughs> to kiss, and I would have loved it. And if I would have loved them to ended go- the same way that Itu Mama Tambi ended. I would have been thrilled. Like if this movie crescendoed into a threesome between Ozone, Turbo, and Kelly, I would have and 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 you know what the the, the woman that Turbo is falling in love with, like uh, if if that was yeah. what it was, great. I'm, I'm in it. I'm into it. Uh, Jason, a, a classic kids movie that ends in an orgy. Did you recognize uh, the one of the most famous actors in this film? I don't know that I did. Ice T. What? Where? He is the rapper. That they when they go to the club, he is on Whoa. stage and he comes back. June didn't recognize him either. Uh, 
in the film. Like, at the Ice end. At the, yeah. he's, he is credited as rapper. Um, but huh. he is, this is his, uh, his big debut here. So this is like pre-New Jack City, Ice-T. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And here's like a little bit no of his, his charity rap. Put your hands together and welcome, if you will, Mr. Ice-T and Hot Top. Party people in the place to be. First thing I want you to do is clap your hands. Everybody, clap your hands. Yeah. We're here for one reason, and you know that's true. Gotta raise a lot of money for the day is through. Now, this is not a party. This is a demonstration to try to counteract the city council legislation. We must say the miracles. The time is now. We all work together. We can do it somehow. So reach into your pocket and give you some dimes. A quarter, a nickel, or even a dime. Everybody in a place, sing along with me. Everybody in a place, G-I-V-E. It's so funny that to me, Ice T is like was such a formative part of our childhood as a rapper and is now predominantly, probably in most people's opinion, an actor on uh, SVU. Sure. (laughs) You know, he is just that character on SVU for like 18 years, which is also Ice Loves Coco, his reality show. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) That is amazing. Yes, I'm sorry. Let me re let me rejigger my hierarchy. <laughs> Ice loves Coco. Number one, people know him. Ice loves Coco. I, I, I mean, by the way, his his podcast is pretty great too. Um, wait, I just need is to talk- it about is it him and Coco? It's just some guy kind of chatting, I believe. I mean, I've heard I've only heard clips of it. I think it's called like the final level or something like that. Um, can I it- subscribe to Coco's podcast, Hot Coco? <laughs> <laughs> Only on Stitcher. It's called yeah. It's called the uh, it's called it's the, the final Stitcher, level. It's a Stitcher Premium. <laughs> oh my gosh! He's also been on the uh, SUV podcast. All right, my favorite scene in this movie has nothing to do with breakdancing. Has nothing to do podcast. Oh, uh, the Law and Order. The SVU. Oh, okay. SVU. Sorry, uh, that yeah, was my. Like, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk today. I'm here to talk about Suburbans. <laughs> that's my. That's my. I'm going to talk about the Denali. My NTSF training is like built SUV. All right, so here's <laughs> here's my favorite scene uh, in the entire film, when the contractor is in the backhoe with the uh, construction worker and he's like, run him over. And and it's like, it feels like such an improvised scene and the guy's like, oh, I'm not going to kill a kid. And he's like, do it! <laughs> like, like that scene to me played so funny and real because he's really maniacal did. and the guy is like, I feel like that guy is an actual like construction worker. He's like, uh, I'm not going to do that. Like, like he plays it so I, so and he has, to, he has to say out loud, I, I'm not going to kill a kid. I'm not like, going to kill obvi- a kid. Is it, isn't this the scene where also the, the TV reporter is there? Yeah. Like, this is being filmed. Like, that would it would be amazing if the guy was just like, okay, and just like murdered someone. It just drove over him? I mean, the <gasps> But it really that- is, again, it gets at that 80s sense of Gordon Gecko, greed is good, the developers are the bad guys these guys are they're ruining our neighborhoods they're coming in they're kicking us out of our places and they're building shit for them not us like it really gets at that kind of archetype that was so prevalent in the 80s as gentrification was taking over as as cities were being transformed and so it really did have a real like fuck this guy you know stick it to the man kind of vibe which well you know who had you know who had that vibe throughout the whole movie 
and I feel like got only a couple minutes to shine, but I think it was probably one of the better performances, is the uh, the dog of the rich parents, where they cut to him for two <laughs> tight close-ups for no reason. The dog <laughs> the dog gets close-ups, and I was like, wait, are they doing this like to cover <laughs> cuts? And I was like, well, it doesn't make a difference because they already have two shots of the parents, so yeah. it's not like they only have a wide. I was like, why did no, they... No, I think they want the dog's input. I think they're suggesting, filmically, they're suggesting that the dog is contributing somehow. <laughs> Like when the dog has a single, I think we're meant to believe like the dog is speaking its point of view and it's like the parents only can hear it maybe. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, clearly we had opinions about this movie and (laughs) about breakdancing in general, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. The movie was a piece of shit Yet this person recommended Tell me what is the message Maybe that art is subjective I need a second opinion Now I want to do Breaking One. This is a, we need to do Breaking One. 100%. That was John Lejoie uh, with his second opinion theme. Uh, we love you, John. Um, 135 reviews of Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. 72% are five stars, 10% are one stars. Here's something interesting. There are a lot of German reviews. And as Nate uh, Kylie, our research uh, assistant, says, they're, they're not funny, but it just seems to be very popular there. And I would argue that most of these Breaking Two reviews are not funny, but I'm going to read a couple of them because they're just interesting. Like this one um, was uh, written by Amazon customer, generic name. And uh, the, the review is, my wife loves this movie. Five stars. <laughs> and then uh, Daniela Barnes says, it brings back so many memories of good times past. All those who were around when the movie was out and so many who are no longer here. Oh, five stars. Oh a little, yeah, wow. a little yeah, in there. Um, this one is an odd one. Wait, but can I, I ask, yeah. was that in regards to the people in the movie? Like, have we lost? No, I think actors? it's like, I think it's like her friends who are no longer oh, okay. here. Yeah, okay, I think okay. I'm, 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 the actors seem to be alive and working like Ozone okay. is a, a famous choreographer. Um, Kevin Haddad writes, this movie is great. I decided to make it the theme for my Christmas party. Christmas two electric boogaloo. I can't recommend this movie enough. Five stars. I didn't realize that you could theme out Christmas parties. <laughs> Also, like, uh, is this guy saying that, like, Christmas has only li- existed for two years? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he should have, like, 2002, 2020. Yeah. Like, you could do it yeah, exactly. when it rhymes a little bit. Um, this one is from Tracy. It's a, it's a longer review, but I'm just going to read this one part where she says, If you've not seen it and your youth was in the 80s era, this is a must watch. If you have seen it, watch it again. And I promise you, you will smile. Smile. When memories come flooding in from a carefree time in your life, hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, Amazon. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, Amazon. Get with the times and get break into avail to stream. Now, it was streaming on Amazon for a little bit, but for this, if you are, if you've watched this, you probably had to subscribe to Sugar. Uh, brown, for, sugar. Brown, brown sugar, brown sugar, brown sugar for uh, a seven day free trial. And it was well worth it. And brown sugar, actually, which looks by like the a... way, I flipped around and there's a lot of good stuff on yeah, brown sugar. So I like brown I'm like sugar. excited to watch a bunch of stuff in this next week while I have a free trial. I agree. Uh, they had some really good movies there. Um, and to June, I want to just finish on this one because I think it's a really to your point. This is from Vine Voice. 
Um, in the first movie, a lot of critics pointed out how Turbo and Ozone were popping and locking, but Kelly was just doing spins and flips. And I say, hmm. that's the point. Kelly will never fit in with their world, but was welcomed anyway because she got into the spirit of things and found it appealing. The whole thing reminded me of Gidget. The point was never to show how skilled she was, but that her passion and idealism was welcomed. Five stars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, and again, I guess you're right, Jason. And it seems like, what did Kelly offer? She was just sort of another hand on deck. And there already we, seemed to be a lot of people there. There, was a, there, there seemed I to think, be a lot of people, but no one in leadership positions. I think if Kelly had gone to Paris, it would have been her abandoning the people that were counting on her. Wait a and second, that Jason. Been... You're saying you don't think, you don't trust that Ozone and Turbo could have gotten this, could have saved miracles on their own? Well, did I, they? I think we, I, we, did I think they we have evidence that they were unable to. Yeah, I think... they did not. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And also, Kelly can choose as we saw her do to be part of this. Listen, all Kelly it, provided it, think, was access to her parents who, who, who just randomly arrived because they saw it on the news. They were moved and were by her idealism. And were impressed by it. And were, but it were was so not impressed. Kelly's idea to stage this sort of sit in. No, and, and, you're right. You're right. It was Kelly's idea to believe in herself. Yes. Oh and not God. take the she easy way in out. And her, and her dance capabilities, she would have gone to Paris. I June, think maybe she's gonna be what on the local is that Kelly selfish. realized that is the selfish. Kelly choice. realized, you know what? I don't got it. I don't got it. Wow. And I'm not wow. ready for the big time. These are the takes. <laughs> These are the hot takes that people tune in to. How did this get made? I <laughs> I love when June comes out a movie like this. I'm gonna say one thing to you, June. If Kelly had the goods, if Kelly was someone who should be a lead in a production in Paris where all the great stars go through. <laughs> where every where every dancer is where every dancer is proven, where they're the exactly. testing ground for all modern dancers, Paris, France. And to go from Broadway to Paris, France. That's the trajectory we all want to achieve. That's what we understand to listen, be the dancer's life. Are, you get good all, enough guys, on you, Broadway, straight to Paris. Listen, we've talked about this before, but there are so few dancers that actually pop as dancers. Sure. Okay? Sure. So a dancer's life is limited. The lifespan is limited. They have a sheet. Kelly has a shelf life of maybe three more years as a professional wow, dancer. Wow, June. Well, then, uh, then, then are you it. saying that Stan, no, no, is Stanley wasting true. his time by spending so much attention on her? Because this relationship will not last. Well, the reality is I think Kelly is in many ways diversifying her skill set and making her her professional life perhaps last longer because she has more experience doing more types of dancing. Teaching? And, and also is now teaching. And is By also the way, now teaching. The, bo the boom box had the logo of the first movie on it. Um, I want to just bring up, the, <laughs> I wanted to bring up one point to you, June. If she was this good, would she, in the middle of her dance, just walk off stage and start talking to her parents. She was in the middle of a routine, <laughs> saw her parents and just walked off stage. I was like, Hey, what's going on guys? Like she was comfortable enough to leave the, the charity fundraising performance walked right off done. <laughs> they didn't even call her over. She saw them and approached them. Listen, yeah. if Kelly really cared about this community, she would have taken the deal weeks earlier and not put everyone <laughs> through this. I mean, uh, Turpo almost died on those steps. She would have taken the deal. She would have gone to Princeton 
and she would hand it over $200,000. What was the end game? Because was it a lunchbox? And if it was, why were they chasing him so much? <laughs> and if it wasn't, where, what was he going to do? Because then he was, then he would be creating a crime. And I think one of the cool things about this movie um, is that there are like that. There is no crime element in this movie. There's no like. There's no like. Oh, that, like, love that even in movies. You know, and, and I like that. I do like. I think it's it's just different. Um, but it, it was interesting. It's like I don't know what the. It seemed like they were just having fun, and then it got like <laughs> it got real serious. Like he was running with that box. Just drop it. Just drop the box. Yeah. Who cares? Ooh, yeah, but though he took those steps hard. He took them really he hard. Did. Um, so this movie. Um. I told you the tagline was, if you can't beat the system, break it. Uh, they also have another one, which I really liked, which is, uh, believe in the beat that's on the street. It's hopping and popping. They're breaking and locking. Um, the uh, the opening weekend, it made $2.9 million, and it domestically grossed $15.1 million. Now, that is half of what the first movie made at the box office. Um, oh, this, wow. This movie came in 102nd place out of all the movies made in 1984. The top three movies were Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and Gremlins. Now, here is the thing I really want to call your attention to. This movie was beaten by Breaking One, came out the same year. Whoa. And it beat Ninja 3 Domination, which starred Kelly. So Kelly made three movies in one year. This one falls right in the center. Breaking, Breaking 2, and Ninja 3 Domination. Uh, which I just good on, good on. Uh, well, what I realized Lucinda in Dickey. this movie is, and I know we'd seen her in Ninja Three, um, was that she is a very good dancer. You know, like yes. her uh, when we see her actually dancing, her her style of dancing when she's doing the audition, when she's doing, not when she's participating in the break dancing. She's like, like they're showing her in a wide shot doing the dancing like it's not a body double is what no. i mean like they're this actress can do that dancing which i actually really liked that they integrated that and ha- let her have m- m- real moments of like oh no this is why she should have gone to might paris get that job this is why she <laughs> should have gone to for- paris that oh, audition wow. jason she's giving it everything she has and she's completely I get it. connected and it's it's a beautiful little piece she does Sure, but then she puts herself aside for the betterment of the whole. I guess maybe it's a communist movie. Uh, wow. She, <laughs> I want to just have to, though. All she had to say was like, hey, mom and dad, can you write that check? I know you were going to give me 200000 to go to Princeton. I'll take seventy and I'll go to Paris. Wow. And, I, and never see my friends again. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That 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 is the For, equivalent of a romantic comedy. That's the equivalent yes, of you want like her to Jennifer Gray's. Yeah. That's Jennifer Gray's dad saying, "I'll give you seventy thousand dollars to never talk don't to Patrick Swayze ever, again." Don't you ever compare? And her Jen- being like, "Wow, wait, wait, it's like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Don't you That's, ever compare the is, chemistry, that the intensity, is, how what's dare happening you? between that Jennifer is, Gray and Patrick Swayze? Don't you?" Ever wow. But if, but if, if she Kelly took the Ozone. deal her father offered, you, you would say it would be the same. She's throwing away her life on dancing with this guy versus taking the money and letting him be. Patrick Swayze was Jennifer Gray's <laughs> first love and um, a 
someone she fell in love with. I do, do not think from what them? my eyes saw that Kelly is in love with Ozone. I think she likes these people. And that's it. <laughs> well, wow. let me let me just say one thing as we are wrapping up here, June. Uh, and you'll be happy to know this, that this was actually inspired by a real-life event, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. The Radiotron, a youth center near MacArthur Park in Los Angeles, faced demolition, and youth director Carmelo Alvarez rallied the youth and community to march to Los Angeles City Hall and save Radiotron. I don't have the outcome of what happened there, but I will tell oh, you this. What? <laughs> what did they? Oh, well, how do you? I was Googling. You, you don't have the outcome. <laughs> I was Googling it as we were talking, but I will say this, <laughs> that Carmelo Alvarez is still uh, an artist in residence here in Los Angeles. He is doing many is community he do, projects. Does he do it at Radiotron? Because well, if not, I suspect he failed. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, like, I, I thought there was going to be a little bit more there uh, to kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go on. Uh, oh, but here, this this is, um, okay, so I'm looking up Radiotron right here. There, there's traces of Radiotron in MacArthur Park. <laughs> so I guess it did, um, it basically, it was, a, it, it played a pivotal role in the West uh, Coast hip hop movement. And um, from 1983 to 1985, it was on Southview Park Avenue. And uh, they opened their door uh, for breakdancing, writing graffiti on walls. It gained a reputation for being a safe space for breakdancing, popping, graffiti, art, emceeing, and DJing during the 80s. Um, and it was actually where they shot Break-In and Break-In 2. Um, and uh, let's see. And despite, uh-oh, the community efforts to save the building, it was demolished oh, <laughs> for the Parkview oh, no. Mall. But the spirit what? lives on through the people who were there visit. <laughs> So this is this movie is like an alternate reality. This is a fantasy. In real life, in real life, June, you win. (laughs) Oh no! And all those people are alive to tell that story. So yeah, never went to Paris. (laughs) Carmelo Alvarez is still involved in youth and cultural programming for 30 years. He's been instrumental in opening 14 youth and community-based cultural centers throughout Los Angeles and Mexico and in New York. And he's currently working on his 18th venture. Uh, So there he is. He did it. Oh, by the way, I did have one thing I wanted to say too. There was a messaging problem because they painted on the building, save our streets, but it should have been save miracles, right? I guess maybe because they shot it at the real place, they couldn't afford to uh, change that. Because save our streets, what well, they weren't trying to save the streets; they were trying to save the building. Save the building, yeah. yeah. Which that's I guess, true. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a nitpick. Um, would you recommend watching this movie, Jason? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if you like or enjoy, like I said, the Step Up movies. You know, um, what's the what's the Julia Stiles one? Uh, oh, Save the Last Dance. Dance. Save the Last Dance. Even especially if you like movies in which you know it is a coming together of different dance styles. Yes. Uh, blah blah blah. I I don't know. For and again, I'm fully willing to admit that I am participating in middle aged nostalgia uh, for my own childhood because this looks so much like my childhood. Um, and I was again a kid break dancer i took lessons at the ymca oh uh and i break dance we, we we did breaking competitions in between classes at my elementary school um wow. so uh, so and i i will fully you, admit so break dancing 
let me ask you. So yes, break please. dancing is more than just going down on the ground and and spinning so, around like you, a turtle. You're getting into it. So again? break dancing you can split into two categories, right? So there's popping and locking, which is like everything you do on your feet, like all of the what you called the robot, like the hand, yeah. the, the hand stuff, the flowing kind of sharing of energy. Like I'm holding an energy, all of the Passing on it, yeah. the ground, like um, mo- variations on the moonwalk, looking like you're floating, all of that popping and locking on the ground. And then the, when you go to the ground, back spins, shoulder spins, you know, head spins, all of that, the windmill, all of that stuff is a different subset. So some people were good at, so if you had like, if you, you you know, some people were good at popping and locking. Some people were good on the ground, blah, blah, blah. So all of it is, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm being wrong, but I think all of it technically falls under the umbrella of breakdancing. And which area was your, you know, forte? Popping and locking. Okay. Now, Jason, did you notice when, when uh, Ozone gave that one guy a note, when that guy goes, hey, watch this. And he goes, bup, 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 bup. And then Ozone's like, hi, try it like this. Bup, 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 bup. I didn't really notice that much of a difference between those two moves. Uh, I think it really was just, it just was more. It was okay. just accentuated more. I think it was the same move, just bigger is what I, I don't know. It, I agree. It wasn't, it didn't seem very different. Um, I am going to just announce right now that I've, I've taken... Just because something is difficult doesn't mean it's good. The shirt that we created for June and breakdancing, and I'm putting it back in the store on T Public right now. So just as we've talked about this, it's got to go back. It's got to go back. What's the image on that? Um, the image on that is a few breakdancers uh, popping around uh, the okay. dialogue. Because yeah. what I was going to say is I had the poster... Not for this soundtrack. I think it was the Beat Street soundtrack, the LP, came with a poster inside that was diagrams of breakdancing moves. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, oh, the shirt should be diagrams of breakdancing moves. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, and then, and then the the phrase you just it, said. it does have diag- It does have like really cool. It does look cool. I think great. The, it, like it does have a little bit of that on there. So that is back in play. Uh, we are kind of coming up to uh, November right now, and as we are uh, talking about a lot of things, just a reminder to uh, make sure that you vote, make sure you research your uh, all the things that are on your ballot. Uh, and Vote Save America actually does a great job of breaking down where you live and what's on your ballot so you understand it a little bit better. So I want to just shout out that. Uh, Jason and June, anything else you want to promote or talk about? No. Um, yes. Uh, just of course. Yes. Let's all vote, vote, vote. And um, yeah, I don't think I could. I don't think I would recommend this movie. I don't. Oh, think sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's OK. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Sorry, please. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say my piece, but I, um, I had fun talking about it. And, you know, it's interesting, Jason. I was just thinking like for someone who spent that amount of time dancing, I feel like I have seen you on dance floors at various occasions and Uh-oh. you very, I mean, I don't see you breaking out any of the Jeez, moves. Wow. Now it comes for Jason. I would. Now it comes for Jason. Well, no, I, I, really... but I say that because I do feel like breakdancing is so disconnected from any other type of, I agree. I don't think I would not, nor, you know, this again, I'm a 47 year old man. And I did this when I was like 12 years old. So, (laughs) so there's a lot that I was doing at 12, 13 years old that I am physically incapable of doing now. Um, It would be, I think it would be almost day. I did. I once in an improv show did the worm. Um, Okay. 
uh, and really hurt my dick. Like hurt really, dick? like yeah. Because on the when the worm, you like you you know it's when you flop along yeah, yeah, on the yeah. ground like this, and I just went like flop like and straight <laughs> on. Like, you know, I like, did. I was like, oh, and in the middle of a show, I was like, uh, oh, I, I also hurt my body doing the worm on Parks and Rec uh, because my character <laughs> did kaboom. I kaboom the park in the second season of Parks and Rec. Uh, I think it's called Kaboom. Uh, and I had to like do this move where I'm breakdancing on stage. I had to have three rehearsals with a dance what? coach. Oh, yeah. It was intense. And they used like two seconds of it because I'm a terrible breakdancer. Uh, and uh, but they wanted me to jump off the stage and then do the worm on the ground, like on oh, like on regular ground, on regular dirt ground with rocks and stuff. And I cut up the, my thigh. Like it was a mess. It was a that's not good. Yeah, not good at all. I uh, I did not I did not do well. So, but no, June, you will not be seeing me break dancing at any okay. events that we are at dancing together. I'm listen. I'm not much of a dancer. I will. I, 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 in say, general, I don't see you doing really much dancing at all. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not a good dancer. I'm not. No, no. I'm not a good. Not that I'm not a good dancer. I'm not a. I don't like hear the music and be like, oh, gotta get out and dance. <laughs> no, that's not it. You know. Oh, interesting. Um, well, and that's, I think, ultimately what I felt about this movie and breakdancing is that it was not inspired from anything and by anything. Like, it didn't Except make me want to get up event. and dance. It didn't, like, move me. And I am someone who is moved by the she music. She does like to dance. I am someone who loves to dance. I'm always ready for a dance party. I'm always, ex I've had to create my own because they're not as readily available. I mean, certainly not right now, but. Um, and this movie didn't, uh, yeah, it didn't do that for me. So I, I was huh. pretty disappointed. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> I did not, I will, I will admit this. I did not anticipate this reaction and I should have because of June's reaction to breakdancing in the past, but I was like, oh, this is such a great um, palate cleanser from yes. the sour taste in my mouth from cats. I, you cats. know, so preferred. so June. Wow, I'm sorry preferred that this is, cats. And this whoa! is and this is just an instant. You don't That's even know what we're talking June about. Preferred cats. I preferred cats. Uh, well, we'll we'll get into cats coming up uh, in a couple episodes. But man, this is really interesting because last night. We are we're pretty much watching a few movies back to back, and I know that like June, it's it's a lot for you to watch these movies back to back without a a, a week in there to cleanse it out. And I was like, oh, this is a right up your alley. I could not tell that this is not this is not doing it for you. For me, it did it for Ooh, me. And I liked that. I liked that you didn't. Uh, I liked that you guys. I'm glad you guys didn't talk about it last night. No. I'm glad it it, it, it was revealed. Oh no, yeah, this we is... we keep it pretty tight. Uh, we try to keep the integrity of the podcast at the utmost level. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but uh, I will say this much. It makes me want to watch Beat Street and Break In, and I, I don't know if they would be as fun as this. I mean, this one is insane yeah, uh, and, and in all the good ways. Maybe the other ones are better. I don't know, like legitimately and I, better. And I will, this is what I will say. It is, it is not a good, structurally, it is not a good movie. No. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not out here saying Across the board. it's well plotted, it's well acted. It's I'm not at all. It's it's deeply flawed. It just, to me, I still think it came from a place of joy, so I still enjoyed it. That's all. Uh, yes. I don't want to be out here saying, like, this is a great movie. A hundred percent. Yeah, this is not, this is not like, this is kind of like, let's make a show 
as a movie. I mean, it has like it yeah. has an element of it that is, I don't know, that is very one take only. And look, people are falling. You see some people take some spills in here too. They're not cutting. They're just going through it. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, and now I will ask Jason and June, what do you have to uh, promote? Want to talk about anything at all? Um, it. Uh nothing except the upcoming election. I don't know when exactly this is dropping, but um, as Paul said, just a, a um, just a real plea to get out there and vote. I do believe that November 3rd is the, well, I said this in 2016, but here we are again, the most important election of our lifetimes. This is a fight that cannot be backed down from. I think, if even if you think you understand what you how you're voting, perhaps you've even already voted, but you're there are people in your life that should be contacted. Make sure they're voting. Make sure they're understood. Make sure they understand where they're going. Do the people in your family have their voting places changed? Do they know that? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you are in a place where you can track your ballot, do yes. so. It, it, opt into. You might have to opt into that. Uh, uh, that service, but make sure you do make sure that your actual vote is counted because you are accounting for its it, it getting to where it's so going. many great resources out there. Vote Save America, Power to the Polls. Uh, there is uh, there's so many great places, and uh, I also just want to call out that we are raising money right now. Uh, for an amazing uh, voting organization. Uh, if you go uh, to our hdtgm.com webpage, you can get a Transformers episode. It's only $5. It is us talking about Transformers, a super fun episode. And all that money goes to When We All Vote, which is another great organization that you could just check out for all these resources that we're talking about. Um, we just did our live show. I know a lot of you were bummed that you missed it. Uh, we will do another live show. And one of the things that we want to do about these live shows is we want to keep them special. So that's why we don't have the footage up for more than 24 hours. Um, so if you can't make this one, you'll get the next one. But we want to keep on trying it in different ways. And it was so great to hear from everybody. Thank you so much for your tweets and everything like that. But we will have an announcement about another one very shortly. And if you uh, enjoy Twitch at all, uh, I've been doing stuff on there with Rob Hubel. And Jason's been on there. June's been on there. It's super fun. You can follow me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Paul Shear. Uh, a big shout out to everybody who makes the show possible. That is our producer, uh, Cody Fisher. She's amazing. A big hand to uh, Devin Bryant, our audio engineer. And of course, our uh, other producer, Avril Halley, who picks all of our films. This is Breaking 2. She found this and uh, couldn't have been more happy. Molly Reynolds, who's doing so much work behind the scenes. Nate Kiley does all of our research. Nate, we love you, Nate. And uh, I'm glad that we found out the end of that Radiotron story. Uh, a big shout out to Kyle Waldron and Zach McAleese, who does all of our art. They are equally uh, very talented people. You can follow them on Instagram. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. And remember to rate and review the show. It really, really does help so much. Uh, we appreciate all those things. They've telling me to do it more. And if you want to hear our entire backlog, our category, uh, everything commercial free, you can sign up for a uh, Stitcher premium account where you get one month free by using the code bonkers. That's one month free. And uh, you can even hear this episode right now, commercial free, if you're signing up for that in the premium version of it, of course. Uh, brand new app there. Really, really fun. Thank you everybody tune in next week for the mini episode where we will talk more about breaking two we'll talk about your problems jason and i will have a quar chat just give me a call at 619-p-a-u-l-a-s-k that's paul ask and we will talk about your life your problems or just about this movie thank you everybody and we'll see you next time bye for now while no one knows what tomorrow may bring bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook 
with innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.